Hello, everybody. I totally forgot back. what we were doing. Two words. <laughs> um, for the guys at the uh, Dumbfound Dead, if you're listening to this, yes, there's still not a second words to the intro. So you'll just have to keep waiting. So, Is that something they want? Well, they put something on Twitter saying, I'm still waiting for the second words in the intro. <laughs> Where would the second one fit in? We just randomly say it? Yeah. I well, don't know. Technically, there's three of them. But I just said uh, anticipation is the best part and left it at that. So I don't know if that's true. Words. <laughs> <laughs> that was just for you guys. So does that still count as the intro? It's not the outro. It's we're right under a minute. So I think that counts. Oh, I didn't realize there's a time frame for introductions. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do introductions like 30 minutes in. Speaking of introductions, is there, is, go ahead. You're Josh. I am myself, Josh. Yes. I'm Buck. And of course, I'm Darren. Oh, that's nice. I like how you flowed right into that. Again, I forgot what we were doing. That was a smooth transition. Do you know any of the places they can find us yet, Josh? No. At PCAST Words. Oh, that's on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. The and Twitter. Then there's, then there's words PCAST at gmail.com. And come on, listeners, uh, hit us up with some stuff. You don't have to subscribe. You don't have to pay or anything like that. We're hopefully getting swag here soon. Swag. Yeah, something. like a little kid kicking a dog in the balls. That'll be on a T-shirt, maybe. Some <laughs> oh, bumper stickers. I thought you were saying that we were going to start selling them. Selling little kids, kids kicking dog in the balls. Yeah, well, it's really hard to find little <laughs> kids that are doing that actively when you sell them. Yeah, I'm pulled. No kidding. It's, Could you imagine how so many dogs are neutered these days? Yeah, we'd corner the black market on that one. <laughs> such a such a niche product we'd be selling can we refer to kids as products i don't think so all right well we'll have to come up with merchandise i don't think that's good either <laughs> well they're not in trash bags so i mean i figure that's a win didn't you hear the children are our future it's true i want to say there's a song about that yeah i feel like somebody dropped the ball on that one with the adultiness that these kids are doing today <laughs> Alrighty, so spring is in the air. You Does know, that the, mean you want to make out with me? Still no. Damn it. <laughs> I like how you had to say still no. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you see more and more kids out running around doing stuff. And Buck and I were talking about this a little earlier that, uh, hey, think of the stuff we did when we were kids that just would absolutely not fly today. See, I... You said that like five minutes before we did the intro. That was the beginning, right? How could that be before the intro? To me. You said that to me. And I'm thinking, I'm like, that's pretty much everything I did as a kid. <laughs> like slicing your toe off? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want my kids slicing their toe off. Yeah. You don't like, let your kids play with samurai swords? It was just, it was a normal sword. There okay. was no, so are you implying that samurai swords are abnormal? Like a claymore? Is that a sword or is Yes. A, a broadsword? I don't think I could lift lift a broadsword. How about a rusty sword? Is that it was one? rusty. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I had one of those on Zelda once. <laughs> Did it work? <laughs> yeah, it broke pretty quickly though. I imagine. <laughs> Seems like there's a lot of structural integrity issues with yeah. rusty swords. The snor- oh, the Snorlax got me quickly. The Snorlax. Is- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if those are the same game. But uh, before we get too into this, I want to give a shout out to the guys at Nightwalk. They gave us a shout out on their last episode. And uh, thank you, gentlemen. We appreciate it. And uh, we hope uh, you enjoy listening to this as well. And also, of course, Dason and Kyler at What's That Channel Called? We're going to be doing a collaboration with them here real soon. As in like this same day. They are so handsome. (laughs) And they work out. Those guys at Nightwalker, there's three friends that just hang out and talk. It's a pretty decent podcast. It sounds they had some familiar. trivia on their last episode, which was really funny because I caught myself trying to shout out the answer. And uh, did like, you buzz in quick enough? No, I didn't. Like, did you call in or are you just no, yelling were, at your they phone? They were just asking each other questions. I'm like, oh, I know that one. But it turns out it doesn't matter because yeah. it's not live. Yeah, they couldn't hear you. Exactly. Did you know that I'm the answer in Trivial Pursuit for who's the most cute? oh my god so i guess it's just a board game which edition would that be pop culture edition (laughs) i gotta i gotta admit that wasn't me that was dot from animaniacs 
I don't care. That was awesome. <laughs> and the dance you did. See, that's why we need to start videotaping these. Well, you said you were going to bring a camera, but... But yet. you're not happy with the idea of what I would do on camera. No, so. you see, you said live stream, and I said live stream may be a bad idea, but I was okay with the recording aspect. Yeah. No. I, wouldn't re- I wouldn't edit the recording aspect. <laughs> but it theoretically could be done. It, yeah, it could, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't. Dude, we can gain like three listeners on YouTube. Oh that my would God, like right? double our audience. Yeah, yeah that would. Math. <laughs> I'm like, uh, four plus carry the one. That makes five. Um, but no, you guys are all talking about board game stuff. I actually played Taboo the other day. You guys ever play that? Would you let your children play Taboo? I, I would. Okay. It was fun. Not with the first question. Uh, so I had family out, uh, my two brother-in-laws. and Would they be brothers-in-law? They would. Multiple brothers-in-law. Not brother in It's not multiple laws that create the brother. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Are you sure? Words. They're so laws, they're in laws. <laughs> no, they're in's law. <laughs> Is that how you find the area of a triangle? It could be. That's oh, okay. a cute. <laughs> God, these, we're so corny today. <laughs> cute, cute, cute. Uh, but no, so I just thought it was funny to. For those who don't know what it is, basically you draw a card and there's a word you have to get uh, your team to guess, but there's limitations on words you can use. Well, the words you can't use are written down and they're usually very specific on the easiest way to describe something. So the very first one, uh, my brother-in-law starts out with things you want to put in my butt. And then me and my other brother-in-law both yell fingers which was the correct answer on the first shot. Nice. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we were laughing our asses off. My sister leans over and actually get, looked at the card to see what the hell the right answer was. And they just see this face, disgusted face, just kind of come over and just look like she just ate a lemon. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Couldn't have made that up, though. It's like, geez, that's, that's how you start a board game. And for the record, we didn't put any fingers in his butt. You just wanted to. Yeah, it's the thought that counts. <laughs> I have this vision of Ricky Bobby. Not I don't know what to somebody. do with my hands. <laughs> well, now we know. We put them in butts. <laughs> All righty. And that was just under 10 minutes for Josh to stray again. It says here that your interests include a debit. <laughs> Not as the butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. So who wants to start with something that they did as a kid that you wouldn't even consider letting your kids do? I think Buck has party cornered the market on this one. I've got so many. I wouldn't <laughs> let them sniff pipes. No, <laughs> no hopping trains. I feel no. like the pipe sniffing, though, shouldn't. Is it really one where it's outlawed? It's like, don't sniff pipes that come out of, you know, industrial anything. laboratories. Just anything. It was a school. Anything. You should just, generally speaking, not sniff pipes. That's, That's how the Joker idea. was created in Batman. You know, honestly, <laughs> so I've been putting some thought in this pipe. It had to have been like some sort of CIA setup or some sort of illegal lab that was going on. They're probably making meth at this school. Could be. This was you, way before Breaking Bad. Did they make meth at schools in Breaking Bad? It was a teacher that made meth. I knew that. But I can only imagine there was some setup in there that they were venting through that. And you're just like, I'm going to sniff. Now I'm going to be close to death for five hours. Yeah, could be. I'm not really sure. As I, as I told you previously, don't recall a lot. Is that school still up? We should go smell it. I, I haven't been there in years. <laughs> Road trip. <laughs> yeah. What, is it? what are you guys doing? We're going to go smell a pipe. We're here filming on location on the roof <laughs> of Buck's Pipe School. Pipe School. Yeah. You learned how to lay pipe and smell it. Oh, if so, you know what I mean. Because you're so cute. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. I want to let my kids, you know, generally. I don't know that my parents let me smash bottles on a basketball court, <laughs> but wouldn't let my kids do that. I think of the stuff that my parents actually let me do. They were aware that I was doing them and allowed me to do it. Uh, stay home alone when I was like six. Yeah, that's unheard of today. Like we catch ourselves even Googling what age is it okay to let for the state of Maryland, what age is it okay to let your kid be home alone? I think it's like 
11 for an hour and then 13. Yeah, it's something ridiculous. Four hours or some junk. So, so like, like that, they actually have a, the limit of hours and age and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They, they have recommendations that it shouldn't exceed, like Josh yeah. said, an hour. Are there hardcore core set limits or is it just recommendations? Yes, yeah, at the kitchen timer. Home. Yeah. I think. No, actually, I mean, I like, think, is real, there, I think there is an actual limit on there because it goes after an hour, it now becomes neglect. You're not shopping anymore. You're specifically neglecting your children. I don't so think I try that to stay choosing for, not to spend that time with them is necessarily neglect. Well, it's not the spending time part you're avoiding. <laughs> it's it's the fact that <laughs> there is a drawer filled with steak knives and you're at the store. That's, I think that's yeah. where it becomes an issue. Yeah, right. So for three hours, they're going to avoid that drawer. But three hours <laughs> and one minute, it's on. you got to be back. All kids know the rules. It's Let's like Toy get Story. ready to rumble. It's like Toy Story. All the toys know not to talk. Until you hit that three hour and one minute mark. Hmm. I don't think that's how it worked in Toy Story. The movie never hit that long, so. <laughs> it's the first <laughs> two hours and 59 minutes. Is toys just sitting yep. inanimate. And then credits. Yeah. We never get to see the fun part. We watched Toy Story 2 just yesterday. Tor Story? Tor Story 2. It's like Tor, 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 but the second one? Mm-hmm. It's a story about it. <laughs> <laughs> Tor Story? <laughs> <laughs> less planes <laughs> but bikes bicycles are another prime example like when i was a kid you know they thought you had some issues if you wore a helmet mm-hmm. and you were also well because the kids that wore helmets did have issues <laughs> I mean, let's but, uh, say that. and uh you spot. also got shunned and made fun of if you had a chain guard and how many times did i catch my pant leg in that chain yeah so my grandpa used a rubber band around his pant leg when he was old didn't want his Pant leg getting yeah. cut in the- I tucked mine into my sock periodically, but there was never a stigma for chain guards. If it came with the bike, it was just like, all right, whatever. Uh, I specifically remember removing my chain guard. I don't, I never got a, I can't imagine bike. like you grew up in Iowa, Winchesterton Fieldville, Iowa. <laughs> yes. yes. Winchester. Hallelujah. Iowa. <laughs> um, how many kids were you actually around? There's only like five in the state. Oh, there was a couple around. It was like, and they, none of, nobody had a chain guard. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, that kid's got a chain. Like, you guys weren't up on pop culture or anything. There's like, let's find the only safety mechanism for kids. And, and remove it. And let's make fun of people for it. He just didn't want to be made fun of by his dad. <laughs> Back up. What are you doing, you little pussy? <laughs> Going to trip him. But now my oh. kids ride their bikes. We, um, When I had... That's uh, good. Josiah in the hospital and the, the nurse From was asking him his all, bike. No, that was the whole other thing. But the nurse is asking questions and uh, she's like, well, do you wear a helmet? And I told the, the nurse, I'm, I'm like, usually he tries to. He's like, that's not true. I don't. Let's <laughs> <laughs> call child protective services on that shit. So as you were saying that, I don't make my kids wear helmets, number one, because they're not going to fall that far. But to, and they can't, they, they're they all can't really short that fast. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like. They got really short bikes or whatever. Yeah. So the the other thing is I, when I was 15 a kid, fifteen inches. Yeah, whatever that is. I don't know about that far. Uh, when that when I was a kid, every single time we would go past a kid riding a bike and he had a helmet on, my mom would make a point to say, "Oh, look, that kid's mom loves him." Because only <laughs> kids who wear helmets, their mom loves them. If you see a kid not wearing a helmet, their mom doesn't love them. That was right. So that was what she would she explained to us ahead of time. Like this is the thing. So when we drive past these kids, she'd be like, "Hey, hey, look, his mom loves him." Uh, she never made me wear a helmet. Not <laughs> once was I mandated to wear a helmet. And looking back, that is bull crap. <laughs> well, I, I was just thinking about that. Um, I like your mom more now, um, but for all the wrong reasons. Because she didn't make me wear a helmet. Yeah. Yet pointed out like, all the other kids yeah. who mom loves. Your mom was them. specifically telling you. <laughs> Passive aggressively, how much yeah. she hated you. It's true. <laughs> All these kids over here, their parents love them. And then I have this. And that's where it stopped. Yeah, I used to ride bikes barefoot. In fact, I remember riding uh, double with my brother, so I had to stand up and he was sitting down. You he were was barefoot? wearing. No, uh, well, we were both barefoot, and he cut his toe right inside the chain. It nearly ah. ripped his toe completely off. Yeah, well, it wasn't a sword, so. Mm. I have no. My kids do it all the time, and I warn them about that. So, God, don't, be, don't come crying to me yeah. when you rip your toe off. Yeah, you sh- they should know better. I put all the swords away. Yeah, my kids do that occasionally. They come over. After I've told them not to do a certain thing, they will do it and hurt themselves and then come to me crying, and we have to have the talk of, 
were you doing something that I specifically told you not to do? And it's a, <laughs> yeah. So I don't even go that far. All right. Then you might as well turn around because I told you what would happen if you did that. Told you your eye would pop out. Not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I saw this on MacGyver. Here's a moist paper towel. Just pop it back in. Did you know they made a new MacGyver? I heard something about it. I never saw it. It was on, it was on TV the other day. My, we were flipping through channels. It was the first time I sat down to watch TV and I don't know how long. And my wife put, I was like, Oh, is that, is that MacGyver? She turned, I was like, Oh, this is a new thing. This sucks. Turn it off. You didn't watch it. He's like, it sucks. Like 20 seconds. Yeah. That's enough to make a complete assessment of how good that show is. I'm sure it is because MacGyver when I was a kid is different than MacGyver now because now I call bull crap on a lot of stuff that when I was like 10 wouldn't have. Yeah. And I'd watch it for nostalgia now. You got to turn that brain off. I mean, I'm really good at it. I know. Just jump right in there and agree with me, guys. Thanks. <laughs> we, su- we support your statement, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You say we didn't support you enough before. No, we are. I mean, you never support me in the ways that matter. <laughs> I hate you guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, Understood. but uh, I do the same thing with my kids. I'm just, there's not as much conversation when they do something I told them not to. But I'll, I'll, I take it back. I don't tell them not to. I'm like, hey, let's take safety into consideration here. Like they're trying to slide down. They're making a slide down the stairs out of cardboard. And then they're sliding down it on other sheets of cardboard. Like, hey, guys, you see all these pillows that are stacked up right next to what you're doing? Maybe you should make a landing pad. Just an idea. And then like five minutes later, somebody's crying. I'm like, did you make a landing pad? They're like, nope. My like, that sucks. <laughs> true statement i warned you that and uh so there's a dresser that probably sits about four foot high in the middle of the dining room right now because i'm painting it and at any point in time during the day one of the kids are sitting on top of it sweet and m- my comment is don't fall props down they haven't fell yet but when they do i'm like <laughs> it's my child perch it's more than 15 inches should they wear a helmet probably it, well it <laughs> depends on whether or not their mom loves them uh, she doesn't no helmets. No, no helmets required. We, I have to say, we do own helmets, so the attempt to love them is there. They just make it so damn hard. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> Darren, do you love your kids? I'm. Uh, yeah, I would. You say hesitated. I That's a no. There's no. As I tell it's my like kids, being so, kind of pregnant. Oh, uh, as I tell my kids, uh, love may be unconditional, but tolerance is not. Yeah. You no, know, I will love you forever. But there's only so much crap I'll put up with. Yeah, I love you so much. Leave forever. <laughs> I'll just remember you. Like I said, it's thought that counts. Yeah, I make fun of my kids a lot too. So that's I love all my kids completely. Uh, so I understand how some parents like support their kids when they're fifty. But uh, those are called millennials, right? I don't think there's any millennials that are fifty. I don't know. They just age quickly, like dog ears. <laughs> it's Benjamin Button. They started out at 100. They're working their way backwards. That would still be 50. So. You shut up. <laughs> Fine, they came in at 75. I don't know if that math works either, but don't question it. I used to also walk to and from school. and uh, In one place that I lived, school was like maybe an, a mile and a half away from our house, and I used to just walk that every day. No big deal. Was it uphill both ways? No, but I certainly not let my children do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> From where you are now or just with today, day and age? I don't understand what you asked me. Words. <laughs> I asked you words. Would you not let them walk because of your the location of which you live? Because you're out in the country, right? Yeah, but well, I mean, there's a little or bit. Or is of, it because people are batshit crazy? So I think it's a little bit of kind of both of those. So for one thing, statistically speaking, abductions are less likely now than they were when I was a child. Significantly less likely now than they were when I was a child. Because parents love their kids. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole bunch of kids running around with helmets on. Yeah, just for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, in, in fact, I was just telling Darren earlier, like uh, uh, about two weeks ago, there was a lady abducted off the street not too far from where I live. But that doesn't really have anything to do with this either. Um, well, I'm glad we cleared that I mean, up. Yeah, Thanks I mean, for whatever. bringing that they, up. They get, they get snatched, whatever. But my, <laughs> my street is... They're sex workers. My street, even though it's in the country and there's like horse farms or my neighbors and stuff... Cars will drive 70, 80 miles an hour on my road, and it's it's not it's a 35 zone. And so, man, people just don't give a damn. They just go as fast as they want to go. You need Even to put dump trucks sp- will go like 60 up my road. You need to put your own speed bump in. 
That was like the premise for uh, Pet Cemetery, wasn't it? A speed bump? Uh, no. The high speed trucks on the rural yeah. road. I don't think that's really a premise. I think it's just a thing people do. But uh, so that um, so there's a, there are a few things that factor <laughs> into it, and I'd be more likely to let my kids walk in some areas than others. But generally speaking, uh, just because I'm aware that you know there there are people that snatch kids. I think that, like the difference between when I was a kid, even though statistically it was more likely, nobody was talking about it that kids were disappearing off the streets. So they probably were. Yeah, they but, were. Yeah, yeah, that's a proven fact. Yeah, they actually, no, were. no, that they were talking about it. It's just there. There wasn't in the media like there is today. Well, nobody was, was throwing out narratives. Well, I'm sure that was part of it. And then the other part of it was I was a kid. I wasn't watching the news. I, I hardly watch the news now, and I'm almost forty. I don't watch the news at all. I used to, and then I realized this makes me want to kill myself more. <laughs> more yeah <laughs> maybe i mean not for nothing but maybe, maybe you should watch the news more <laughs> <laughs> maybe i will <laughs> I, I remember being a kid because we didn't have cable or I'd anything make you sorry if i was gone <laughs> and uh there would be some breaking story and i would get all mad as a kid because <laughs> why are they interrupting tv for this news Nobody cares. I had to change the channel twice by getting up and walking over there. Damn it. Now my now I won't ever know what Aunt B said. <laughs> oh my god, right? I never found out what Willis was talking about. <laughs> oh, I know something I won't let my kids do that I did when I was little. Touch the TV screen. Murder damn kid doing that. Well, prints all over the LCD or what LED or whatever the heck it was it a is. different. Per- when you were a kid, you were doing that to pick up the static. There would be no purpose of it now, <laughs> except for to smear fingerprints. I know. All over the I'm just saying, it. something I wouldn't let him do. Yeah, it I, falls oh, right in this category. Completely, but for different reasons, though. If you had one of those old screens where it was, fl- you would still be touching the screen. I'd put your eyeball on it. Uh, <laughs> I can see so many more colors from here. <laughs> My eardrum is hot. From your eye? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that, that works so well. All these electrons went straight to my ear. Didn't they have, like, an electron gun? That's how they worked or some junk? Yeah, it was an electron generator. Yeah. And it was magnets that adjusted. I remember that because you put a magnet on your TV, your parents would get really mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would, I would piss them off. <laughs> yeah, you had the you had the knob, you had to push in, you had the 12 channels to watch on TV. 12? I didn't grow you up in fancy. Iowa, you hick. There were there were an option for tw- for 12, right? Yeah. There was a 12 little things on the yeah. dial. Yeah, there there wasn't 12 channels. That's, That's like true. empty spots on a bookcase. You could go right past those because there was nothing there. It's like you never saw them because <laughs> there was nothing there. You know, I was thinking uh, in the in that house where I lived, where I smashed all those glass bottles on the court. So I used to go down by the, and you got your head peed on too there, right? Same house, different spot. Yeah. So across the, <laughs> across the street from my house was that basketball court. Then there was the train tracks where I used to hop and ride that into the next town. Another thing I wouldn't let my kids do. I'm going to nitpick this. I thought the basketball court was down the train tracks a little bit from no. the way you described it. So no. I can't believe a word you just said. No, it was diagonal from our house. So it was a so we were like a caddy wampus. Was it was caddy it a corner? Caddy corner in our house. What's up? Was it an acute angle from the house? No, we're going all geometry. So it was complimentary. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I don't know what that one is. At any rate, Does that means the same. So it was the the like diagonal was the basketball. There was actually a baseball field and then a basketball court, and then on the other side of the basketball court was the train tracks, and then down a super 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 steep hill uh, to the river to the Yam Hill River, uh, which you shouldn't swim in because apparently they du- used to dump a lot of sewage in it. But anyway, I guess like all rivers in the country, really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so I used to go That's where down I dump my sewage. I used to go down to that river and hang out with what we called the Mexicans. Now, I have no clue what nationality they were. Our Mexicans could have been from Brazil. I have no clue. Well, I feel like if you're calling them Mexicans, you already know. No, we just only knew that they spoke some language that was not English. That's really all we knew. Oh, it could have been anything. Yes. Portuguese. It could have been. It could okay. have been any. Like, we have no clue what language. However, I used to go. So in Oregon, there's a, a deposit. Oregon. No, it's Oregon. And uh, and the, the cans there, I think that they're up to 10 cents now, but you used to pay 5 cents a can for a deposit. And then you go pick up all the cans and take them to the, to like the little corner market or whatever and get your money back. Well, the Mexicans didn't know that. And so as a 7, 8, and 9-year-old kid, I used to go hang out with 
the Mexicans and pick up all their cans and take them to the corner store. My mom and dad totally knew about this. I hung out with like 20 grown men getting drunk. And my mom and dad were like, yeah, that's fine. He's were getting you, some nickels. Bring you, back the change. Yeah. Were you getting drunk? Uh, so the first time that I, so this was not the first time I was drunk, but yes, the first time I recall getting drunk was off of old Milwaukee's best with the Mexicans, the champagne of beers. Did they, <laughs> so it wasn't your first time getting drunk, but did they share any other first times with you? Uh, the, the whole finger thing you were talking about earlier. <laughs> <laughs> You guys played Taboo? That's awesome. I don't recall any other firsts. Besides the finger? Besides the finger. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was really thinking. As soon as you started that story about these adult men, I was like, oh, God, did he? Did he? Did he? I'm so excited. No, just, they just, I just hung out with grown men. That's one thing I would not let my kids do. And, you know, in fact, when I was a kid, you weren't even a lot like, do you remember? Like when you were a kid and how you were not allowed to interject into adult conversations. Oh, yeah. Kids will pop into an adult conversation all the time. Now you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Look at the balls on this kid. Uh, yeah, I did that all the time. It was not allowed when I was a kid. I don't know how many times I had heard something to the effect of children are meant to be seen, not heard. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had that, too. Then I got louder. Yeah, Go well. figure. I know, right? Adults. Yeah. I'm not one. I got a butt whooping a time or two. Generally speaking, my mom and dad didn't really care. Well, I mean, most of the time, I didn't want to be an adult they conversation anyway. Didn't when I didn't care about kid. you at all. We know this. Yeah. You, you've given Running us around with no helmet facts already. <laughs> but, hey, you think those Mexicans will drown him in the river? You keep stealing the cans. Maybe we should leave an anonymous note that you can get money back for these, and he's just using them. It's an interesting dynamic when I look at my me when I was a kid versus them, my kids now. Right? It's a I didn't even want to participate in adult conversations. My kids will eavesdrop and pretend like they're not listening. And then as soon as they have something to say, they'll try to jump in like, damn you smack you in the mouth. I don't actually smack him in the mouth. Oh, I do for that anyway. Yeah. They need smacked. Oh, you just smack <laughs> kids for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, you punch babies too. Yeah. Like <laughs> and I said, old people, I tell people that all the time. Like, and they're always questioning me why I'm like, cause I'm only going to get in a fight. I know I can win. <laughs> You don't know who knew, knows jujitsu nowadays. Not a baby, I'll tell you that. Exactly, right? <laughs> that thing's not going to flip me or do an arm bar. And if it does, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I would like to see that. Because that that's be a crazy hilarious. story I got then. Man, I got arm barred by a baby. <laughs> he be, spit I, out his pacifier. Yeah. He was ready to throw down. He whooped my ass. It was, um, And that's just a great story right there. So it's worth it either <laughs> way. I lost that fight, but I got an amazing story to tell on this podcast one time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see here. I never jumped trains, though. I did uh, walk out the train bridge, right? Yeah, you told us about that. Yeah. I wouldn't let my kids do that because... Well, I don't think your parents let you do that. Yeah. Did your mom know that you were doing it? Was she like, yeah, go for it, Jashy? Or however your mom sounds. Get out of your room in the attic and go paint that bridge. Well, there wasn't paint. It was, it was stones. Uh. And now I think about it, you know, putting your name out there is probably not the best way to do graffiti. (laughs) (laughs) But there's a statute of limitations on that, too. So I'm clean now. One of the things we did, there was a recycling center where we would all pitch in and get. So you used to be able to get money for cans, uh, not just cans for recycling anything, really. So now you just take it down to the local landfill and throw it in the recycling bins or just set it out on recycling day and they take it. But when I was a kid, you'd actually have to drive to the recycling center and they'd pay you. So like if you collected newspapers, they'd give you a certain amount of money per pound of paper that you recycled. I wonder why this recycling business never really took off. Um, I mean, people recycle now. Yeah, but most of them, a lot oh, of times, it's because pe- it down. yeah, because people didn't want to drive to the recycling plant to get money. Yeah, recycling. Well, it wasn't a like, lot yeah. of money in that day and age. It cost you more in gas than you got back. I, I, so I remember I know, right? we we talked to all of our neighbors and we'd go pick up like once a week we'd go pick up all their old newspapers and I want to say that we spent like six months doing this and they got like three hundred bucks after everybody pitched in for six months. Uh, it, like we took down uh, a trailer and a van full of uh, of newspapers and. Didn't get a whole lot of money. Are you high? You were homeless and poor, and you got 300 bucks for collecting old newspapers. That's why we did it, because yeah. we were homeless. And you're like, it's not that much money. 
No. You were not that, poor well, then, sir. That is why you can't... Uh, uh, that's why they didn't survive, because only homeless folk were doing it. Who didn't survive? The, the recycling, recycling business oh. I was talking about. Uh, the people you're taking papers from. So, uh, How else was you supposed to get an- the papers? Another thing that we did, though, down at the recycling facility, was they had big box dumpsters that were like the size of the big roll-off dumpsters, but they had like slots in the top of them, so you could throw your boxes in there. And when I was a kid, uh, the holes in the in the dumpster were not that big, but they were buck sized. I could fit through them. So me and that's really hard to picture. When I'm <laughs> talking like seven, eight, nine years old, you know. Yeah, you look like a dodgeball back then. <laughs> and uh, and so my dad would pick us, pick me and my younger brother Embry up, and he'd th- throw us in the dumpster, and then we would have to go through the boxes and find UPCs that you could mail in to get stuff back. So it was one of the ways that we actually made money was we'd cut out the UPCs for like, I remember one was a Pennzoil thing and we'd sent in a whole bunch of UPCs to Pennzoil and they sent us back NFL hats and then we would go down to the swap meet and sell them. Um, I wouldn't throw my kids in a dumpster generally. <laughs> you, you said that. I'm thinking he's doing it from 10 feet back. <laughs> he shot put us in there. <laughs> <laughs> the first two Man, tries I missed the slot, out, right? Uh. It's like you used to be taller, right? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. Explains a lot. I should be tall and thin. Yeah. <laughs> You've accordioned out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a thing, but as soon as you said he used to throw us in there, yeah. so that's the picture I got. It's him chucking you guys spiral football ways. <laughs> uh, I think word, like a spiral football at this little slot. Yeah. Next so, to all the Mexicans. That's another thing I wouldn't let my kids do. Generally speaking, I wouldn't let my kids crawl in dumpsters. Yeah, people die doing that nowadays. Mainly homeless people. What do they get like thrown in the, the that's when the trash truck comes and empties yeah. it or whatever? Yeah, they, well they'll sleep in it and stuff to stay warm and yeah. It oh, doesn't end well. Dumpsters are very warm. Cut, uh, let me cuddle up to this Chinese food that was thrown out. Mm. Yeah, you get, the, you get that stuff. Oh yeah. If especially if it's fresh. Just hope they drop it on your face. Uh, the Chinese food, I mean. Alrighty. <laughs> <laughs> Just staring at you guys. How long can we let this silence go? That'll be our next topic. How long can the silence last? No, just silence. Just hit record and we won't say a word. Don't threaten me with a good time. You know, come to think of it, my mom and dad willingly let me just walk around town whenever I want all the time. As long as I was home before it was dark. I went and did all sorts of stuff all the time. In fact, I remember one time we were driving. So we lived in that house that was partially burned down. So to give you an idea that the front of the house when we moved in, it was boarded up, but then we had replaced all the windows with like plexiglass windows that you couldn't see through because it was like very, you know, like I, I don't even know, fuzzy, not translucent. Clear. Yeah, it was. It was translucent. It was. It was certainly not clear. I thought it would be opaque. Well, yeah. it wasn't exactly opaque because it still allowed light to come through. See, mm. so, uh, but anyway, we our our front step. It was actually a railroad tie. On the on the front porch, and there were a bunch of slats missing. Like the whole house was all yeah. It was you know we went from homeless to a slight upgrade. And <laughs> our, slight this upgrade. house isn't made of cardboard, but all the features are the same. Yeah. So I remember like we would for insulation some of those newspapers we'd crumble them up and we'd stick them down in the wallboards because it wasn't a drywall. It was like slats like one by fours. We'd slide that down in there, and that was our insulation and stuff. And anyway, one time we were I was one of these times I was walking around with my buddies. His name was Luke, and we just walked all over. The, his mom didn't care either, so maybe it wasn't just a homeless thing. It was just a, you know, like an early 1990s thing. And we're walking down, and we're walking past my house. We're going to go to my house. I have no concept that my house is a crap hole because I was like nine. I lived in tents my whole life. I had, even though I saw other people's houses, it didn't register to me that we were poor in any way. And so we're we're walking down the street towards my house, and as I see it, I'm like, okay, we're going to go inside, and blah blah blah. And I'm, this is what I'm thinking, right? And then. As we can barely see the house, my buddy Luke goes, can you believe some weirdos moved into that house? <laughs> so we're like, yeah, right. So Let's that's, go that's exactly, I was like, I can't believe, oh my gosh, yeah, I can't believe they moved in there. We got, we, then we walked past my house, you know, and then I was like, what am I going to do? What am I, I was, I'm freaking out in my mind. Like, ah, oh yeah, I forgot. My mom is working the graveyard shift. We can't go to my house now. And then we turned around and went you go back to that weirdo's house and break all their windows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. They couldn't break their plexiglass. I wouldn't let my kids be around you or your family at all in the 90s. No, that's a, that is a <laughs> wise decision. Yeah. We were running around with no helmets on. Not that part. <laughs> just pretty much every decision 
ever described from a story that you've told about your childhood. Yeah. They're lovely people, I'm sure. I take that back. They're not. <laughs> They're not at all. Buck's mom, I'm sorry, but it's a fact. You didn't make him wear a helmet, so I mean. Yeah. I'll make you wear a helmet, Buck. My, Even if you struggle. I'll say that my mom and dad are good people, but their offspring, most of us are questionable. <laughs> Is this to your sexuality or? No, just as to whether or not we're good people. Oh, it's not G- generally productive in society. That's not questionable either. I have pretty definite answers on both of those. I don't oh, know. You I, don't know my siblings. Well, I was gonna say I you usually don't know that. they're I, on Facebook now. I I've bounce seen like two I, of them. I bounce ideas off a of buck because because he's so rotund. No, <laughs> they bounce really far. <laughs> <laughs> I like. But I, I usually preface it with, "You're a much better person than I am," so I want to get your take on this. <laughs> You've never said that to me. Well, this is my surprise face. <laughs> I'm not looking. <laughs> yeah. But no, so if you're going with something your parents let you do that you wouldn't let your kids do now, I got nothing. <laughs> my mom wanted me to wear a helmet. I didn't. She wanted me not to trespass and vandalize things. I did the opposite of that. I was arrested at 15. She didn't want me to do that either. Did she specifically tell you she didn't want you to do that? You're 15 now. Don't get arrested. Yeah. It was, it was, I don't know why they went together like that. It's just, but she knew. She knew. She told me, you're going to turn 15. Tempt, you're going to get tempted to get arrested. Don't do it. By that, we were drinking, and I was getting drunk at 13, stole dude's car. Another friend of mine, I wasn't dumb enough to do this. He rode on the hood of it, or the roof of it, actually, and they slammed on the brake. Like, yeah, they're like, why don't you do it? I'm like, because that seems like a terrible idea. I was uh, washing dishes at a truck stop for 10 at night to six in the morning when I was 15. Who were you washing them with? No. The uh, Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't think I would to say that. I don't think I would want my kids doing that. Why? It's good, honest work. 10 at night to six in the morning when you're 15 years old. That's not a way to really spend your. Was it a? Oh, see, it wasn't a school night. Who cares? You know, that's actually a valid point. So, so I was a I was a wrestler in high school, but when I wasn't doing that on the days that I didn't practice or during the non wrestling season, I would I was a I worked at JB's restaurant, which is like a Denny's but not quite as classy, and uh, <laughs> and uh, they didn't have the moons over my hammy. So yeah, it's just a step over Waffle House. <laughs> yeah. So JV, so as a, as a prep cook, there was no big deal. You know, I made minimum wage, whatever that was five fifteen an hour or something. Couldn't have gotten into much trouble there. But then my mom and dad allowed me to become a waiter. And I don't know if either of you know this, but waiters make way more money than waitresses, like triple the amount of money as waitresses. You don't even have to be good. Men just make more in, in the workplace for, uh, in general, from what I understand, they make more, right? That's how it should be. But definitely waiters make more wa- money than waitresses. <laughs> I, like I had, so it's common for waiters and waitresses to compare. Like, how much did you make tonight? Oh, I made twenty bucks. I made sixty bucks. Whatever. Uh, the managers actually came to me. Two of the managers approached me one evening. And were like, "Listen, all the waitresses are complaining. You need to quit comparing your tips, or at least if you do that, deflate your tips by at least fifty percent in order to make them not feel so bad." And it's not like I was a great waiter. I mean, I was better than average, probably, but not fantastic. That's right? what she said. Yeah. You were no Ryan Reynolds. And so Ryan Reynolds isn't even as good as Ryan Reynolds. Because of this, my income in a week, my disposable income, well, when you're, you know, right. So my tips, I would bring in somewhere in the neighborhood of like four to $500 a week in tips. No 16 year old kid needs that much money. And so as a, as an adult now, if my kids ever try that, absolutely. Because I know what that money allowed me to get into. I smoke, <laughs> I smoke plenty of pot. I got drunk plenty of times when I was a kid and it was all fueled by this, this money. And so my mom, had, so if I was to allow my children to get a job now, I would certainly not let all their money go unchecked and it wouldn't be in a position like as a waiter where you could just hide all that money from your mom and dad. So after all the terrible things I did, how did I turn out to make better financial decisions than you at that age? I saved my money mm-hmm. so I could buy really cool shit with it. Well, I had a car. I bought a car. I had that kind of stuff. But like, I, I was working since I was like 10 years old. So if I spent 200 bucks, I still could bank 300 bucks a week plus my sweet $2.13 an hour check on top of that. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, I never got into trouble with the money. 
I didn't just the well, law. Yeah, no, it had nothing to do with the money. I was doing, I was breaking the law, doing free things. Breaking the law, breaking <laughs> yeah. the law. I'm not gonna vandalize something I bought. <laughs> That'd be dumb. I did get in a lot of trouble when I was a kid for with cops. They just didn't like you. It was uh, all their fault. He's just no. being mean to me because I'm who I am. No. So it's interesting, the perspective, because I have a younger brother who used to, I don't know if he still believes that, but he did for the longest time be like, oh, these guys are just all pieces of garbage. And some of the cops were a lot worse than others. When you're in trouble a lot, you get to know the cops that are not terrible and the ones that are just like trying to do their jobs. And then you get to know the other ones that would like plant evidence if they had an opportunity. Yeah, they always carried a drop gun. Yeah, you never know when they're going to sprinkle crack on you and get out of there. (laughs) (laughs) The sprinkle crack on it. Uh, But like, in fact, actually, it's funny in a way, I guess. So I distinctly (laughs) remember the day when I decided I'm going to stop getting in trouble. It was one day at one moment in time. I was leaving the high school. And so Lake Havasu City, that's where I went to high school and everything. And it doesn't really rain there. It's the hottest city in the nation. So there's very, very little rain ever. And I was cruising home and I was going way too fast on a surface street. I was probably going like 65 in a 25 zone, something like that. And I came up around a corner at the same time that there was like a crested hill. And so I lost, well, you could have lost a lot of traction there, but I saw the cop lights on in front of me and so i jammed other brakes and this cop walks right out in front of me and he goes you pull over now now i did not recognize this particular cop but he came up to the window and he screamed he said hey buck why are you driving so fast and he's like starts yelling at me and laying into me he didn't give me a ticket or anything you like you got the wrong guy but then he was like go on and get out of here and i was like okay and i drove away and as i was driving away i was like man i'm a shitty person if like a cop that i'm not friends with knows my name I need to quit being a shitty person. And so it was that day I decided like, all right, I'm going to maybe I'll switch things up a skosh. I think that I think that actually made you infamous. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. That's true. You were so famous with the cops. You were infamous. Yeah. So, I mean, I, it was a small, a fairly small town, so it was easy to know the people. But I got in trouble enough that one of the cops that I didn't recognize, like I don't think that he ever, I mean, he must have had direct interaction. With they just had a whiteboard in there with all your shit on it. It's like, this is Buck. Every day you will have to respond to something he screwed up or he did. <laughs> know this man well. Child, I guess. Man, child. I don't know. Well, I'm very glad that for the rain, I'm like, have you that day? Because that's when I was like, yeah, I better switch my life up and start making better decisions. Did it work that easy? Um, you just like became a straight A student. You stopped. No, smoking. Well, you didn't stop smoking pot. Never mind. No, I, I kept smoking pot for another probably three years after that. <laughs> you got to yeah, pace yourself. Oh my God. Does he have to pace himself? <laughs> but, uh, just commit to that all at once. But I, I you know, I, I actually, got I just a, had all this pot. I didn't know what to do with it. I'm like, I gotta use it. I wound up getting a job that was kind of like a steady income job. Start, got into concrete, worked my way up to, and became a foreman in concrete. And, That's a solid job. <laughs> not at first. <laughs> you got to give it time. Yeah. yeah, you had to work up uh, to five man, right? And then uh, I don't know what that means. You were a foreman. Oh yeah. And then uh, George, it's a promotion. And then ultimately, I joined the army. But but uh, it, it was it was that day that I was like, man, I got to really stop being a jackass all the time. I stopped drinking. I mean, not that I had a drinking problem, but when you're seventeen, I was really good at it. <laughs> when, when you're seventeen, if you're drinking, at, you know, on the weekends, probably not a good idea generally. So. Pretty much what everyone does in small towns, I think. Could be. We did. We used to go to the day. It was a pretty good time, actually. We, Whoever had a truck would get like a free couch from St. Vincent's or something like that. It's like a Goodwill. And then we'd take it out to the desert and sit there with a bonfire all night. And then at the end of the night, throw the couch on the fire. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're out of gas. You just burned our only seating. Yeah. Well, it was before you go home, just throw it on there. Oh, Hang I got you. I got you. Go home. But yeah. Again. Like you're just listening stuff off. I'm like, I can't think of anything my mom let me do. I just hope my kids, I, t- I tell uh, other parents like, ah, oh, you kind of let your kids just do whatever they want. I'm like, no, I give them direction and then observe. So that way when the police come, I can give them a very accurate recollection of what happened. <laughs> I told them not to. It's not on me now. It's plausible deniability, right? I've seen Judge Judy enough to know that that's not true. I don't believe I'd see Judge Judy if something went wrong. That's true. Well, technically, she's not a judge. True. But, uh, I mean, you, you would have to go like see a judge or something and be like, oh, well, no, it was my son. It wasn't me. Well, the judge is going to be like, well, you still have to pay for it. Oh, no, I was <laughs> drunk. What do I have to do with this? 
I said don't do it. I feel like the only thing I can get in trouble for with the kids is truancy. I love that word. Yeah, it's not it's not used too often today. No, it's not. I love it though. Do they still have truant officers? Truants officers? Probably in Iowa. Yeah. We never had that. Got to make sure those five kids are showing up. I don't know. Take your shotgun out of the back window. I mean, it's they, not hunting season. I don't know that there's truant officers, but I know that my daughter's high school has like a, a county sheriff that it's it's the same guy all the time that you know he sometimes is directing traffic for the buses to get out or or whatever. He's like their school resource officer, whatever. <laughs> mascot. Yeah, yeah. It's a dude carrying a gun dressed as a weasel. <laughs> he looks trustworthy yeah. step out of the car please sir <laughs> being pulled over by a giant stuffed animal with a yeah. gun that's cool how you, much pot did i smoke no one's gonna believe this it's cool you just gotta say swipe or no swiping three times in <laughs> it's like yeah I you win. are freaking out man <laughs> that'd be awesome if police force had to do that it's like the the normal police uniforms doesn't identify them enough so now they have to dress Basically, it's a furry with a gun. That would be hilarious. It would be. It'd be Watch, awesome. Watching them get out of their patrol cruiser and try to put that hat on. Yeah, for the bunny, <laughs> they got the big ears. <laughs> they're, trying, they're, they're waddling up. They have a bunny giving you a ticket. I think I now decided what I would do if I became president. Uh, I would try to enact a new uniform policy for all security. I mean, you might only have the, the Secret Service uniform. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Secret Service uniform. Division. They're all dressed as Smokey the Bear. Yeah. You want them to look professional. Yeah. Oh, God. Swipe or no swiping, I think that. I don't know. That all had to be CIA. They're co- so covert. In covert? Is it, I don't know. That'd be, that's impolite, Buck. Oh. So polite, it's impolite. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. So I think the majority of the stuff that my mom and dad let me do was, you know, hang out by myself. I would not let my kids do that. Walk anywhere I wanted to all the time. I would not let my kids do that. I've been wondering about this because you think back, it may not be true. I have no idea. Probably not. Continue. Probably not. (laughs) But you think, were we more responsible? I mean, not a chance. We got got away with more stuff. Listen, my kids are way better. Than I was when I was a kid. Well, this is why I, I don't think say. that bar is set all that high. No, it, it's not. My kids <laughs> like, not necessarily you, just kids in general. So were they more responsible back then, or you just didn't know how much shit they got into because no one was writing anybody out because they knew snitches get stitches. But I think back then it was that old phrase of you know it takes a village to raise an idiot. <laughs> so your neighbors. I remember as a kid, you know, even the neighbor's parents would be anything. Hey, you know, what are you doing? I'm going to tell your parents. Yeah. I'm setting this and on now, fire. Like, and now you're in a society where if uh, a neighbor yells at the kid, the parents are flying off on the neighbor. What are you doing yelling at my kid? Yeah. So I remember I got kicked off the bus at one point when I was a kid, when I was in like fifth grade, I got kicked off the bus and I got an ass whooping. My dad didn't even ask, like, why did you get kicked off? He didn't say what was the bus driver's fault. If it was today's day and age, the, they would be like, "Oh, I can't believe that bus driver. I'm going to have their job," and they probably would actually have the the, the you know the job of that bus driver. No, it depends on where they dropped you off at. Like, well, it was wasn't at my house. Tor- it was like miles away from my. Well, house. I mean, was there a tornado? <laughs> uh, Did they kick you off and follow you home real slow? The bus driver? Yeah. No, I'm it was, just saying it was like, all these different things would make it. No, it's like four miles from my house, and I don't think it would matter even if it was one house too soon in today's day and age. The parents would go after that person, right? So I think that the the difference between then and now is that people, kids, used to fear their parents. And so even if you did bad shit, you didn't tell mom and dad. So like, I'll give you a perfect. My wife raised in Panama. Uh, she's Panamanian. And uh, <laughs> and uh, that's right next to Tasmania. And right? she was telling me a story like she had to clean the house. Like her mom was a single mom at one point in time and worked full time and as a as like a high school teacher and then a principal I, and stuff like that. I just want to say, is that every child's parents? Because I say the same thing. My mom was a single mom. She worked full time. My parents were married. Yeah, my parents were married, too. Fuck you guys. Yeah, my parents love me. There's the one. Not, I get two. We talked about last time. I get two. 
With the exception of the helmet thing, I generally me over here with a broken home. God, guys, geez, show it off. But anyway, we were happy as a family. So because of this, my my wife's mom worked all the time, and so one of the times, you know, it was it was the deal that when my wife got home, she was one year older than her brother, so she was the responsible one. She had to cook dinner. She had to make sure the house was clean. All this other kind of stuff. Right? There were responsibilities that she had as a kid, which is one thing that doesn't occur in most people's houses with their children today. Is their children don't generally have responsibilities other than going to school and being assholes. And I was going to say, right? I yeah. whoop my kids' ass all the time. Yeah. They, well, their responsibility re- is to get beat. So. Yeah. They have responsibilities. <laughs> they don't do it, so they get their ass whooped. And I'm not sure how that is better. You could do the dishes or you can hurt. I do the dishes personally. Well, I think part of it is that my mom and dad wouldn't just beat me, they would also emotionally destroy me. And that's the thing that we're missing in today's day and age. We don't emotionally destroy the children. <laughs> I don't as well. know if we're really missing that. <laughs> well, oh god, it was so great. Children, I wish right? I wish they'd bring it back. <laughs> so, so anyway, I need to see Doctor Phil. I miss him. So Leslie, uh, one of the, one of the times that she was told that she had to get the house clean and get dinner done and all this stuff, she's like, "Oh well, the neighborhood kids are playing baseball. We'll play baseball first, and then I'll come in here." Well, she was. Acting, she was the catcher at that point in time, and she got cracked in the head with a baseball bat. And so she ran home, cleaned the house as quick as she could, and then went to bed because she didn't want her mom to see her injuries. Right? Because people, kids were afraid of adults. So they would hide shit that they did, even though it wasn't really like her mom would have been like, oh my gosh, we can forget, at least I would hope, we can forget about the house being dirty. We can forget about the, but we need to take care of you right now, right? She comes home and there's blood she, on the sheets. How she, dare yeah. you? Did she really go to sleep or was it like yeah. lapsing into unconsciousness from the concussion? That's so what she, they want you to do. So she said, sleep. she did say multiple times that like that's what they would do when they would do something they weren't supposed to do. She and her brother both is they would run home and go to bed. Did they get hurt that often? I mean, well, it was painful. When I was so a kid, yeah. I was getting hurt all the time. You're not having fun unless you're getting hurt. Well, that's true, but it was never bad enough. I had to run home and go to bed to hide it. Oh. If, I feel like most time I could have a shirt on and they wouldn't know. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't really know all the situations or circumstances. Well, but. you need to find this out before you bring it up in a podcast. No, I don't. Oh, this this from Josh. <laughs> get the facts before yeah. you broadcast. Don't you give? Don't you put me into this? <laughs> I'm not going to click page two or the blue link, but I want to know the facts on Buck's stories because they're amazing. That's not my story. That's my wife's story. Well, you shut up. Tell <laughs> you shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Not to mention, I don't. <laughs> not to mention, I, I, all the details are fuzzy because I don't really speak Spanish anyway. Yeah. That may oh, have not I, been what happened at all. Yeah, all she, I swear all she's saying is coffee buttholes everywhere. <laughs> it's like, God, they're on the walls. Ay, Dios mío. Mm-hmm. What'd that mean? I don't know. Okay. I saw it on The Simpsons. Remember I the got Bumblebee? a beer. The Bumblebee on The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. I always had the, ay, Dios mío. I never understood why I was dressed like a bee, always. He was in character. Yeah. <laughs> always. He was just dedicated. He was a cop. That's what it was. They were just ahead of the time. He, he's already in the costume. But, uh, yeah. So anyway, I think that's generally the difference of, I don't think that we were more responsible. I just think that we wouldn't let mom and dad know what went wrong. Like if I punched a hole in the drywall, I wouldn't just leave it and be like, Hey mom, I punched a hole in the drywall. No, I move a dresser in front of it. <laughs> Quick, <laughs> <bring> a picture. <laughs> so why when is we this were, picture like two feet off the floor? Then they wouldn't find out until we were moving out of the house. They'd be like, what the hell? But at this point I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know what happened. That was there when we moved in. Yeah, so weird. Maybe somebody ran into the dresser, <laughs> put a hole right in the middle of it behind it. That's perfectly the shape of your fist buck. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's a, I do have to say kids are idiots. Yeah. That's what makes it. It's not so much. I'm thinking about it now. They didn't hide it. It's just, I think parents maybe were more trusting back then. Now kids are idiots. Yeah. They do anything wrong. You just know. So, so this I stole your idea, by the way. So this is a difference, right? Between like, so my mom's dad and mom grew up during the depression. And so they saved all sorts of money. They were financially very responsible, left their children money and stuff when they died. Uh, and so my mom grew up in a world of trust and her parents were, you know, they, they gave them the real life stories of, oh my gosh, we barely survived the Holocaust and we barely, you know, got through the depression. We were lucky that we actually got bread and stuff like this. And so they had, like, they, their parents made them wear helmets. 
So I think that, yeah, I think that that's when the helmets were invented, yeah. actually. They loved, yeah, right. they loved him so much. Where did she go wrong? But so this is the difference, right? I think that what went wrong was that my mom and dad trusted me and my kids and your mom trusted you oh, the, way, trust me for shit. the way that they were trusted when they were kids. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where it went wrong because they were just like, oh, yeah, OK, well, you just must trust me that I'm out gaining, you know, getting stuff for the family. Best of luck. But in the meantime, MTV was invented and we just went crazy. Yeah. Oh, that Mountain Dew. <laughs> no, my mom didn't trust me for anything. Good call. Like, I, I really want her to come on one time and just talk about all the stupid, stupid stuff I did. Because the other thing is you think you're being sneaky or doing something that's not that big a deal. We would play with fire underneath the pine trees. If you go back there, light stuff Solid on fire. Solid idea. Well, it worked. We didn't lose it. It was not a control or anything like that. We thought it was fun. We got away with it. We come out and literally the whole block is just filled with smoke. I'm like, oh shit, you think they're on to us? <laughs> it's like, I'm pretty sure the fire department hadn't been called just yet, but anybody that would walk outside, the two kids crawling out from underneath the tree where all the smoke's coming from. Doesn't it was take, a sweat lodge. Doesn't take McGruff, the crime drug dog, to figure out what was going on. Is You're, McGruff still around? I, he should be. No, he's not, obviously. That's why everybody's vaping. and Maybe that's what it is. Maybe we admit Gruff and Smokey the Bear back. That's what it is. Right? You know it's not Smokey the Bear? It's Smokey it's Bear. Smokey Bear. How- Screwed up as that. Well, he is a bear, so well, yeah, he's the bear. The is his middle name. Yeah. Smokey the well, no, bear. He's not. He's not just a bear. He's the bear. That's right. It's like the rock. He could just be a rock, but he's the rock. Ooh, speaking of Dwayne Johnson, call a sec. Speaking of rock. <laughs> oh, it's actually. I'll, I've told all my kids that uh, that I'm the boulder. Uh, because I twain, trained, I twain. I you were say you I, uh, <laughs> no, I trained Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and they they used to tell him that he was like a chip off the old boulder, and they started calling him the Rock. My kids believed that for like two years. Now they're like, ah, whatever, you fat ass. <laughs> wow, they're just they're getting they're getting really good with their facts. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I was gonna say rocks. Like I used to like when I was a kid. One of the things. I didn't do this at every house, but I remember one, this was after we were no longer homeless. My Set mom, all of them on my fire. mom got her degree and we were living in like a regular house. And there was this, there was this wooded lot behind where we lived. It was maybe about like five or six acres and it separated us from a grocery store and it was like wedge shaped and it was maybe about 200 feet in length, uh, up against the road. Oh, and, wait, and so cars would drive I, by and what I was, huck, what, what was wedge shape? The lot. Okay, I thought it was a grocery store. I thought that was a no. really weird detail to throw in there. And uh, and so I would take the I would take the rocks as cars would drive by, and I'd throw them at cars. And then most of the time, cars would just drive. They'd honk their horn and keep driving, right? Like they didn't do anything. But there were a couple times people got out of that car, and I remember one time the guy chased us. And the, this is where I found out that the lot was a wedge. I didn't know this before. But it, like at one point, the wall from the Safeway, the grocery store, met with um, fences from the houses, and he chased me into that wedge. Fortunately, I was slightly faster than him, and I was able to hop the fence and run through there. Yeah, I did that kind of stuff when I was a kid. And you, you, I hope you learned at that point, don't run into the wedge. Yeah, well, I didn't do that anymore. Yeah, right, Whenever good. we threw rocks at cars, we ran a different way. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God. See, you say some of that stuff, and I'm like, holy shit. It ranks up there with tossing cinder blocks off overpasses. What's What's really funny is my emotional <laughs> development at this point in time was like really jacked up. So I was homeschooled at this time. I got kicked out of Arizona schools for two years. And so me and my brother were homeschooled for two years. Shocker. But my mom and dad were still kind of not present all the time. And so there was another family that was homeschooled and they had children that were the same age as me and my younger brother. And we were the only two homeschooled ones. But I say I use the word school loosely because we didn't really really learn a lot. We just mostly did whatever we wanted. You were truant? Yes. But on Wednesdays... Truant from homeschool. On, on talent, man. <laughs> talent. On, uh, I had this one teacher that was really hot. <laughs> <laughs> so on Wednesdays, on Wednesdays, my dad... Passing would love notes to other students <laughs> in class. Yeah. My dad would make me and my brother go down to the... Uh, to the... Uh, um, Pool hall. Well, we did that once actually to learn angles, but no, that's yeah. not what I was going to say. <laughs> that's where I thought you were going. And I remember that story. No, we'd go to the food bank on Wednesdays and we'd, and we'd work at the food bank because my dad wanted to instill in us a strong sense of community 
service, right? And so we would go there and we would do that. But meanwhile, I'm hucking rocks at cars. <laughs> I'll be there in a minute, right? Dad. I'm not done throwing rocks at and, cars yet. And so one of the times that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of the, one of the times that we were uh, working there, they had like all of these fundraiser kits from M&Ms and Mars come in. So it was like a peanut butter, uh, I'm sorry, peanut M&Ms, uh, but they were in boxes, right? And then a box of Snickers that was like four miniature bars and then a box of plain M&Ms. And so at first we were just gobbled because they were like, Hey, we can't give these to the people who need food, but M&M still wanted to give these us. So here you guys can just take them home. And there were literally pallets and pallets and pallets. So every week we would go there, they would give us like, I don't know, 10 boxes of these fundraiser kits that had something like, I don't know, 60 bars or 60 things that you could sell. Right. So you can make 60 bucks if you sold them for a bucket piece, you know? And so, um, me and my brother got a good idea. We put on our boy scout shirts and we went from door to door to door selling these, <laughs> but we weren't smart enough to think through like, Hey, it's a Tuesday at 10 AM. Most kids are in school now and we didn't think it through. It's not that, you know, we could have still got away with it. Oh, now we're homeschooled and we're just doing this and blah, blah, blah. But, but we didn't think that through. So when we went to the house, like we sold, I don't know, two or three uh, cases. And then there was a lady that was like, Hey, how come you guys aren't in school? We just said, oh, 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 and we just took off running. Like, <laughs> what school? <laughs> we just left. This lady was probably like, what the hell was that? I would have bought 10 boxes. <laughs> just trying to make conversation. I mean, come on. So break was, the ice. So it was a, you know, kind of an interesting concept to like be given something for helping the community to turn around and pull the wool over the community's eyes by selling it. Yeah. I was such an thing. entrepreneur. Yeah, that sounds like a cool, cool thing to do. It was only what, after we got sick of eating all the M&Ms. Yeah. Well, that's fine. What really bothers me is they wouldn't give it. It's like, what, they got to watch the caloric intake for the homeless? No, I don't think that the fundraising kits were the way to go. <laughs> Actually, maybe it was. I don't know. I, when we were homeless, that could have been very handy. Right? I'm just saying the fact that homeless people can't eat them because... They don't have any teeth. Well, yeah, but they could suck on it. Yeah. Just had to draw that out a little bit. But no, it's like, I've seen that before, though. They have food banks and stuff like that. It's like, oh, it's like a Panera or some junk. It's like, oh, this, we made it today. We can't sell it. Better throw it away. It's like, why don't you donate it? No, nope, we can't. I talked to the vending machine guy at work, and uh, anything that's expired in there, they'll take it up to a certain date expired. So all the stuff that, say, he pulls out of the vending machine at work, he goes and takes it to a food bank. See, that's good. That's a cool one. We did a, um, even though it doesn't take dollar bills now, here's some juicy. Fruit. What's it take only like 20s? I don't know. No I, change. I wanted a honey bun, man, and it wouldn't take my dollar. So. Was it a credit card slot? You're trying to shove a dollar into? <laughs> no. no, it isn't. And, and it's an antique. Yeah. Oh, the one over at your guys' office. Yeah. Ah, see, we still have the good stuff over where we're at, except for the people. Yeah. <laughs> you take the good with the bad. <laughs> he did when he was changing out the vending machine stuff, though. He did give me a soda. Some nice. Yeah, can I get a honey bun? He's like, no, here's a soda. <laughs> Peasant. He actually got frustrated me because I couldn't just sit there and let him, you know, because they have to be escorted in, in the and you're office. touching all of his Did food. he pull a Josh on you and like start putting, did you start putting the stuff away for you him? Mean, like, here, let me get that. Yeah, oh, I was, I was like, him out of the way. I was like, hey, what do you want next? He's like, oh, Mountain Dew. He's like, you really don't have to do this. I said, I can't just sit here and watch you do all this. I'll help out. Yeah. Josh, and what would Josh you go, what would just, you say to me if I did that? It's like, what are you stupid? You no, would, I'd say you wouldn't have wow. asked. You would have just said, "Hey, can I help?" And then pushed him out of the way, <laughs> and then grabbed <laughs> all the stock in the machine for him. <laughs> no, I would have let him do his job. He gets paid for that. It's the reason I don't pick up trash at the airport. Somebody gets paid to do that. I don't want to be inconsiderate and take their job. <laughs> hmm. Let them earn their living. I'm instilling that that. That trust in the community and everything I hear yeah. just talking about those words he used. I'm helping him with that. All righty. But I only help people that don't want it. <laughs> Stop struggling and let me help you. I think, that's, I think that's how most witness statements start out. I think that's up where we wrap that one up. <laughs> that's what she said. She knows. Yeah, that's why I have four kids. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Well, thanks for joining us on this little trip down memory lane on our youths. I have to stop you. You said like one thing. This was your topic. You're like, yeah, that one time I touched a baby. And yeah. So I don't you talk think about touching a baby. I did not. 
Oh, my bad. It was kicking things and stuff. No, that was but you. You specifically you're the only one <laughs> punch a baby. It's true. I've only done it twice. But what's something you did that was... I've already said... I said... You I, said like one thing. The bicycle stuff. I said I wouldn't uh, let my kids work on the overnight shift washing dishes when they were like 15. I feel like we dominated the conversation. I wanted to hear some screwed up stuff you did. Let's be honest. He brought that that one up because he was like, I wonder what other stupid shit Buck did. <laughs> was that was that all this was? Is it a way to go Buck and it's saying stupid shit that he did? No, because I think about this, you know, when the kids are out riding their bikes and stuff and I drag that little chartreuse green man into the street to keep traffic going slow. That yeah. stuff didn't even exist when I was a kid. Oh, man, I wish it would have. Such a hot green shark truce. And all your time in the army with the reflective belt. Mm-hmm. That's how you stop bullets. Everybody knows that. <laughs> I hope so. somebody in the army hears this because I'm going to say the PT belt thing is stupid because we had to wear them fucking in Afghanistan. There are no people in the army that don't think it's stupid. No people. Somebody thinks it's a great Nobody idea. Nobody thinks it's a good Somebody idea. Somebody does. No. One person somewhere. No. no. Middle to the top that goes, everybody should wear these. Maybe it was yeah. General Shinseki. Who thought of the uh, reflective belt that went with the beret? It's beret. What are you, French? I don't think he'll ever listen to our podcast, so that's why I'm dropping the name. Oh, that would yeah. Maybe he maybe he moved to France and he's the one guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we lost the one download in France because well, if he's the one, retired, if he's the one that came out with that stuff, then screw him. <laughs> but if he's not France, I love you. <laughs> that just I take it back. It's not France. That one person who's downloading it in France, I love you. French. It's one. One French. (laughs) That one French. That sounds derogatory. All righty. It does. It doesn't sound right. Thank you for joining us all again. All half a dozen of you. America. Stay classy. You say that, and I just think you're supposed to say San Diego. We're nowhere near San Diego. Words! 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 Words. (laughs) San Diego. There was three of them. San Diego. We throw the extra in there. Words. Live long and prosper. It's too many. It's too many. Words.